0: Welcome to the Christian Bay podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about. God said, look again, and we're coming from the book of Isaiah chapter 43, and we're going to be focusing on verses 18 and 19. So grab your journals. Speaking of journals, make sure you click the link in my description so that you can purchase your Christian Bay journals. They're available in black as well as pink, and they're perfect for taking notes while you listen to the podcast. Now let's get into the word. I don't know about y'all, but I have this Bible verse and anytime God sends this Bible verse my way. I know that it's a confirmation that a shift is happening. And when I first started my relationship with God, He would send this verse, and I was new to receiving this verse. So I'm like, what does this mean? When am I going to see this actually happen? Where is the sign? But now that I'm more mature in my walk with God, I know when a shift is happening. And when He sends this verse, I use this verse as confirmation. Now, before when I got this verse, it was like, okay, help me understand what's happening. I need clarity. But now that I'm more mature in my walk with God, this verse is always confirmation of what I'm already feeling in my spirit. And the verse is Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. And it says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Now, let me tell you guys how I even got to this verse today. This morning when I woke up, I had a text message from my best friend Shanice and she was like I was reading this verse and she was just sharing me all the revelation that she got and she asked me a question and asked me to break down what this verse mean and the verse was Isaiah 43:19 and I was like whenever God sent me this verse this is what it means so this is what I feel like God is saying to you now As I'm sending her these voice messages explaining this verse to her, I'm also walking out my door about to go run some errands. And before I went to run the errands, I was going to stop by my dumpster to take out my trash. So when I pulled up to the dumpster, there was a custodian out there. And I was like, hey, I mean, a maintenance man. I was like, hey, um, when you guys close the dumpster door, how do y'all want us to put the trash in the dumpster? Because I don't want to be touching a dirty dumpster door. So he was like, oh, we actually have hand sanitizer at the bottom of the ramp. So you can sanitize your hand and you could go up, throw the trash away, open the door. And when you close the door, you go back to the bottom of the ramp and there's sanitizer down there. Now, I'm always throwing out my trash, of course, and... I've never seen the sanitizer. Like they had the sanitizer on the wall at the end of the ramp to get to the dumpster. You just put your hand under it. It just comes out and you keep going. But I've never seen this there until he pointed it out today. And what he said really stuck with me. He said, for your convenience, we have hand sanitizer at the end of the ramp. For your convenience, we have hand sanitizer at the end of the ramp. So, I got the hand I got some hand sanitizer. I walked up the ramp. I opened the dumpster door. I put the trash in there. I closed the door. Then I walked down to go get some more hand sanitizer. And then I stopped at the end of the dump, at the end of the ramp to look back because I wanted to see what else have I not seen? Like what what else have I been overlooking? What else have I been walking right past? And never saw it before. And when I stopped at the end of the ramp and I looked back, I noticed that next to the dumpster door, they have like a little paper towel stand. The little circular ones that you just pull one of the paper towels out and it automatically rips off by itself. And then it has a little bit of the next one already sticking out the hole so that the next person can just pull one out. They have one of those on the wall next to the dumpster door. So if you don't want to touch the dumpster door, they also have napkins for our convenience that's already next to the door but again this is posted on the wall kind of up high and I literally just walk when I'm walking on the ramp I'm walking make sure I'm not stepping on nothing to go and throw this dirty trash away and then I go down the ramp and get back in my car like I'm not looking around seeing what y'all got over here or none of that so I only noticed the paper towels because I stopped and I looked again Y'all, I ran to the car so fast. And voice message my best friend and I said God literally just showed me what Isaiah 43 19 looks like in the flesh and I'm gonna read it to y'all again it says I am about to do something new see I have already begun do you not see it what God was showing me in this moment is that oftentimes we go through life experiencing things sometimes complaining about things not even realizing that for our convenience God has already placed something there to get rid of the germs. God has already placed something there to get rid of the heartbreak. God has already placed something there to get rid of the bills. God has already placed something there to get rid of the sickness. God has already placed something there to get rid of the anxiety and the overthinking that you have for your convenience. It's already something there to solve the problem that you're currently having. But in this scripture, God is saying, see, I have already begun. Do you not see it? And this really like stuck with me, y'all. And it was such a fresh revelation because when I was explaining this verse to my best friend, I said to her that in another translation, this same verse 19 says, do you not perceive it? I see I have already begun. Do you not perceive it? And what God is saying in that verse is that I already started doing what I said I was going to do. You don't see it. You don't, I, I gave her an example and I said, that's just like if we're standing somewhere and I say, you don't see that over there because I see it. I thought you saw it. You don't, you don't already see what I'm doing in your life. You don't already see the doors that I'm opening for you. You don't already to see the favor that I have released for you. You don't already see what I've put in your path for your convenience. Do you not see it? When somebody asks you, do you not see it? It's because they feel like, how can you miss this? This thing is right in front of you. This thing is right before your eyes. You don't see it. You don't feel the shift. You don't hear me speaking to you. You don't see the ways that I'm making for you. I have already begun. Do you not see it? And when it came to me taking out the trash in the of y'all, I have never saw that hand sanitizer a day in my life. I have never saw those paper towels there to open the door because I wouldn't have been complaining about it if I had saw it. So we can literally go through life and walk past things and complain about things and pray about things and cry out to God about things. And God is saying, I already fixed that problem. Do you not see it? the revelation hit so hard because even though the maintenance man pointed out that it was hand sanitizer there and I saw the hand sanitizer. It was nothing but the Holy Spirit that told me to stop at the end of the ramp and look again. You see one thing, but there's something else that you missed out on. And that's what God is saying today. I need you to look again and don't just look at what's right there in front of you. Look deeper, look back, look over it again. Go back to it, pull it back up again. Revisit the situation again. I need you to look again because so many times we overlook things or we just look at what's right in front of us. The only thing that the maintenance man pointed out to me was the hand sanitizer. So when I walked up, I looked at the hand sanitizer and when I walked down, I looked at the hand sanitizer, but the Holy Spirit said, look again, look back. I need you to stop in your tracks and look back because there's something that you missed. And whoever this word is for God is saying, there's something that you missed about that situation. It's something that you missed about that relationship. It's something that you missed about that circumstance and you're processing things and you're going about life living like you already know the full story. You're going about life and you have all of these feelings and emotions and you talking about it and you thinking that you got the full picture but God is saying I need you to look again. I need you to turn around. I need you to pay attention to detail this time. When I was explaining this verse to my best friend, I said when God says do you not see it? Question mark. They literally put a question mark in the Bible. Y'all He said do you not see it when God says do you not see it that's a challenge to look again and now when you look again you're gonna pay attention to detail now when you look again you're gonna look for the small things what am I missing out on there's a difference between you just look at something and when you actually look at something you know you can glance in your room but when you get in your mind that I'm trying to find something you start looking in the cracks and the corners and under under the bed you really begin to look at it opposed to when you just trying to walk out the room real fast. You see it, but you don't see it. So God, when he says, do you not see it? That means I need you to tap into your spiritual clarity. That means I need you to really get intentional with what you are looking at. That means I really need you to cut out all distractions and get tunnel vision focused and look at what I'm actually showing you. I said, when God says, do you not see it? That means I really need you to see it. That means I really need you to pray and say, God, give me clarity for this thing. God, help me understand this thing because I've just been looking at it on surface level but now I want to look at it on a deeper level because you asking me if I see it lets me know that there's actually something that I'm not seeing and it's not you it's me because I've been looking at it wrong all along so I need to look again and when I looked again there was more clarity and I really want y'all want you guys to understand this dumpster example Because imagine if I was talking about where I live and telling people, yeah, it's so nasty, girl. It's so nasty, they don't even let us. They don't even have a place for us to take out the trash. We got to open a dumpster door. Imagine if I was complaining. Imagine if I went to the leasing office and said, y'all got the audacity to tell me I got to use my hands to open a nasty dumpster door. That's what we do in life sometimes. You're complaining about a situation. You're talking about a situation. And you haven't even realized that for. you your convenience God has already placed favor in that place God has already thought and went ahead of you and he knew that you didn't want to touch that nasty dumpster door that's why he put the hand sanitizer there and he knew that for some of us hand sanitizer ain't enough we actually need a napkin so he already got that there too there's some parts of your situation that you are missing out on there's some parts of the story that you haven't seen so today God is saying I need you to look again because you've come up to this conclusion but you don't have all the details i need you to look again because i'm about to do a new thing i have already begun it but if you don't see it then you can't accept it so as i begin to prepare for this podcast I was reading Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 again, and God began to show me different things in this verse. And he placed it on my heart to share it with you guys today because it helps you have the wisdom, the knowledge, and gives you the clarity to be able to look back and see what it is that he wants you to see. So when you begin reading Isaiah forty three eighteen, it says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm about to do. And the first thing that God showed me is that when he starts off this verse with verse 18 saying, forget all that," it's nothing compared. He's trying to prepare your mind to receive the new. It's it's letting you know, I need you to release what you thought and be completely open minded. Forget all of that. Forget your understanding. Forget what you thought it was. Forget the way that you thought it was going to play out. Forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm about to do. And I feel like he was intentional with saying forget all of that because he wants you to forget the way that it played out and he wants you to forget the way that you planned for it to play out. He wants you to forget what you feel like is good and forget what you feel like is bad. Don't keep certain parts of it. Forget it all as a whole. Forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm about to do. You have to prepare your mind for the new. Then it says, for I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it?" it? When it says, see... That means look, look at what's happening around you, and and it's important for you to prepare your mind for the new before you look, because if you already have your mind set on one thing, the way that our mind works is if we have our mind set on one thing, when we begin to look at our circumstances, we process those circumstances based on the mindset that we've already set our mind to. So we make those circumstances align with what we think it should align with, and we support what we think with the circumstances yeah that makes sense because I already thought this was gonna play out like that and yeah that makes sense because I already said it was gonna happen like that we don't we don't just accept it as a whole we try to filter it based on how we feel so it says for I'm about to do a new thing I'm about to do something new see Look now, now that you've prepared your mind for the new, now that you've released the thoughts that you programmed, now that you've released the mindset that you wanted to have, I need you to look again. Now that I have your mind open, now that I let you know that I'm doing some stuff for your convenience, when I got to the bottom of the ramp, God said, now that you realize that your way of thinking and your way of processing isn't always right, now I need you to look again. Now that you're thinking outside of the box, you can look again again now that you've gotten rid of those toxic ha- toxic thinking ways and toxic habits you can look again now that i've broken off those generational curses you can look again first god has to open our mind to a new way of thinking and a new way of processing and after he opens our mind to that after we forget everything that we feel like we knew he says okay now i can really do something new look it says see i have already begun Do you not see it? Something else I also noticed in verse 19 is when it says, see, I have already begun. They put an exclamation mark. God is excited about the new thing that he's about to do in your life. It's an exciting thing that he's waiting for you to see. It's not even that he's just waiting to do it. He's already begun it. he's waiting for you to see it. And then he says, you don't see it. Have you ever had something excited that you tell a friend or you share with a friend and they be like, what's that? And it kind of ruins the excitement because I was so excited to come and tell you that I got it. I got accepted into this great school and I was so excited to tell you that I'm going to be published in the Forbes magazine. So for you to come back to me and say, what is Forbes? It kind of ruins everything because I had all of this excitement and I thought you would see how big of a deal this is that's what God is saying see i have already begun look at this this is a big deal so for you to come to me and say that you don't see it 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 kind of makes me sad he says see i have already begun exclamation mark do you not see it question mark it's a mood change and we can relate to that cuz then it's just like i don't even know if i want you to see it that's how i feel It's just like, do I really feel like explaining it all to you? I thought we was on the same page. I thought you knew that I have your best, I have your best interest at heart. I thought you knew that I was a good God. I thought you knew that I was a father, that father that releases favor. I thought you knew that I would make a way out of nowhere. I thought you knew all of this, but now it seems like you don't see it. It says, see, I have already begun. Do you not see it? Because it's already happening. Y'all, I'm so excited about this word. My voice kind of getting scratchy. Like, you know how your throat start getting dry. That's how I feel right now. But these last two verses, I don't care if I go horse, we going to get this word out. Okay. So the last two verses, the first one says, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. And I want you guys to think about a, a wilderness. Think about an area that has nothing but grass and trees in it. That's a wilderness, right? God is saying, I will make a pathway. What is a pathway? A pathway is where you, if you have a field full of grass, you can see where somebody has walked through because like the grass is no longer there it's like dirt so when you walk through it you just walk on that pathway because you know that pathway is leading you to a destination and today god is saying that destination is the new that he's doing for you so in your life right now it may feel like you're in the wilderness and it may feel like there's no clarity and it may feel like there's no direction and it may feel like you don't know where to take the next step because you don't see the pathway you don't see who's done this before you don't see which way is the best way to go to get to where you want to be it doesn't make sense cuz it feels like you're in a wilderness and everything around you is just grass it's just empty it's just clutter it's just mess it doesn't make sense it doesn't align up it doesn't look like what, what God said but God said in the wilderness in a in a situation that looks directionless in a situation that looks like it doesn't have purpose I will create a lane where there was no lane I will create a path where it looks like there was no purpose I will provide steps in your storm i will give you clarity in the midst of chaos i will provide light in areas that are filled with darkness he said i will make a pathway through the wilderness all that land that looks like it's just trash it looks like it's leading to nowhere it looks like confusion it looks like heartache it looks like giving up on life it looks like it's not gonna lead to anywhere god says right in the midst of that i will create a pathway right in the midst of that i will go before you right in the midst of that i I will call you to the new. He said, I will make a pathway (laughs) through the wilderness. Like next time y'all driving, if you drive past some land that has nothing but trees and grass, I want you to imagine a pathway just appearing out of nowhere. It's just like, Y'all, I pray that you can visualize this. God is saying in the midst of this open land, in the midst of this situation that looks hopeless, I'm going to create a pathway for you. And you're going to know it's God because nobody else could have did it but him. But then the last verse says, I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And this, this really this really spoke to me, y'all. a dry wasteland, a area of your life that's dry, a area of your life that looks dusty, a area of your life that looks like death. It's no, it's the, the you know, when you're in the desert, the air is dry. You dehydrated, you thirsty, nothing can be birthed here. Nothing good is going to come from this. I'm just left in this situation to die. I'm just left in this situation with no hope. I'm just left in this situation and God expect me to have faith. He says in the midst of the dry wasteland, I am gonna create rivers. I will send a flood of favor in the dry area of your life that feels like a desert, that feels like it's empty, that feels like it's purposeless, and it was a waste of your time. In that wasteland, I am going to send a river. He didn't say, I'm gonna send a little rain that can stop and then go, that can start and then go away. No, he said, I'm gonna send a river, a river that keeps going, a river that. That has no limits a river. You don't know where it is that it just starts and it doesn't stop. He's saying in the dry wastelands of your life. I am going to send a river that has no end. This is a flood of favor that's coming to the dry parts of your life. And that's why today God is saying, I need you to look again. I am about to do a new thing. I have already begun it. Do you not see it? It is about to be a river in those dry areas. It is about to be a river in those dead areas. You're about to get refreshed. You're about to get new nourishment. You're about to get a new perspective. You're about to get a new promotion. You're about to get a new way of thinking. A new way of living And what was a wasteland What was a wilderness Will now be purposed He said the flood is on the way That's today's seed The flood is on the way Because I understand that the wilderness Is trying to make you grow weary And the dry wasteland is trying to make you think That I forgot about your destiny But I just needed you to forget What you thought you knew And look again Because for your convenience The flood of favor is on the way. And if you're sowing, the flood is on the way. See, you can sow that to dollar sign, the Christian Bay or PayPal, Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. The flood is on the way and it's nothing that can stop it. It's no old mindset, no toxic friend, no toxic ex, no pattern, no way of thinking. And this is just the way it is. And it's always been like this. We rebuke those words and we rebuke those thoughts and patterns in the name of Jesus. We are rebuke past experiences and how it's always turned out for us. And we forget all of that. That's what God is saying. Forget all That I know how it usually play out. I know how it usually turn out. I know what usually happens. I know what they usually say. I know what the report usually shows. I know how you usually feel. But I'm saying today, forget all that because it's nothing compared to what I'm about to do. For I am about to do a new thing. I'm about to do something new. In fact, it's like he said. Actually, see, look again. I have already begun. Do you not see it? And today our answer is, yes, I see it because I looked again. The flood is on the way. That's today's seed. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to receive this fresh revelation, Father God. Receive this prophetic word, Father God. I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray that you remove the fleshly physical scales off of their eyes, Father God, and allow them to see what you're doing in the spiritual realm, Father God. Give us the discipline and the obedience to look again, Father God. Stop us in our paths. Stop us in our tracks and give us the knowing to stop and look back and look at this situation again. Look at how your hand is moving in the areas of our life that we thought were dead. Look at how your favor is flowing in the areas of our life that we thought was a wilderness. Look at how you're opening doors in situations that we thought were closed and locked. Look at how you're moving in the mountains that we thought were stopping us from getting to our destiny. Father God, we thank you in advance for what it is that you're about to do and we claim and we thank you for the favor A flood that's coming our way, Father God, in our dry areas, in our dead areas, in our purposeless areas. Father God, in the wilderness areas, we thank you for the flood that's coming to refill our faith. We thank you for the flood that's coming to fill up our hope tank, Father God. We thank you for the flood that's coming to remind us who our father is, Father God. And we claim it right now in Jesus' name, Father God. And we speak it and we sow into it and we stand on the fact that the flood is on the way father god we thank you for this word and we thank you for this fresh revelation your precious son jesus name amen father god thank you we claim it you guys claim it the flood is on the way i love you guys so much make sure you guys like comment subscribe if you're listening to on youtube make sure you leave me a comment if you're listening to the podcast the flood is on the way amen and i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye